Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said, seven days into my sabbatical, which is basically torture. <laughs> um, after seven years of working and taking time off, but always for reasons that were like orphan hugging in Kenya, and so it wasn't actually a break, and just being at home is a challenge, I've got to tell you. And here's what I'm working on. I am working on setting myself up to not have seasonal affective disorder. So this one is if you um, have depression or seasonal affective disorder uh, or any sort of cyclical uh, mental instability or illness, this one's for you. If you're like, dude, never been depressed, never feel sad when it's gloomy outside, you can skip this one. It's okay. Now for the rest of you, here's what I have to say. First, um, Bear and I, Bear being my man Candy, and I noticed that on our very best days we're out doing things, and on our very worst days together, we basically give in to Cookie Monster, and Cookie Monster just wants to lie in bed and eat cookies all day. Cookie Monster has no interest in leaving the house or putting clothes on, which can be healthy occasionally, um, but Cookie Monster is like up for that every day off ever for the rest of time. And Cookie Monster's not into showering. Cookie Monster just is like, consume 6,000 calories, have cookies now, yes, sleep now, yes. That's all Cookie Monster does. Nothing else ever comes out of Cookie Monster's mouth. And as the seasons change and as the days get shorter and as the uh, clouds roll in, literally and metaphorically, it's just going to get worse. So how do you prevent seasonal affective disorder? First, the thought of preventing it has not occurred to me until now, I am sad to say. But it just seems like something you can't avoid, and so you just try and deal with it. Here's the thing. What if you prevent it? What if you rig your whole system so that your life has things to look forward to throughout the season that you usually dread? So there are people who love fall. I'm not one of them because I just feel the barrel of January staring down at me. I naturally crest with summer and then decline into fall and winter and then begin cresting again. I'm a sine wave. We're all sine waves. Um, but instead of fighting that, I can admit, okay, that's going to happen. And I can also refuse to go deep, deep into Cookie Monster. Here's how. First, really, really simple. Uh, I keep a running library list. As long as I know that I'm going to read, I might as well place advance orders at the library for those books that I don't think I'm going to actually want to purchase. And then keep track on Goodreads, 
good, G-O-O-D, reads, R-E-A-D-S, it's all one word, which is an app, which I can track what I want to read, what I am reading, what I have read, reviews, I can see what my friends have read, I can generally keep a running list of books instead of having book panic when I get to the bookstore, or even worse, running out of books entirely and then suffering from a bibliophobia, which is sort of a made-up thing, but really a thing, like, oh, what if I run out of books? Two, I can plan full-on trips that involve packing a suitcase. So there's the library list and there's the book list and that's all well and good. And there are also trips, like I have directly scheduled swimming with pigs in the Bahamas in January because it's January. And instead of being like, oh, January, I can just have a countdown to swimming with pigs in the Bahamas. Cool? So whatever it is that you schedule, whether it's a weekend, whether it's a day, whether it's a full week, whether it's multiple weeks, scheduling it during the peak of what would be seasonal affective disorder in a sunny place, because sun cures seasonal affective disorder, can be really smart. The other thing, concerts. There are concerts coming to your city, town, or neighborhood at all times, I guarantee it. And if you look in advance and you get really strategic about it, you're going to surprise yourself with how wonderful it can be. Bear is really interested. He's a DJ, so he's really interested in living legends, like seeing them before they die, they kick it, or they stop touring. We went to see Willie Nelson. It was fantastic. Last week, two weeks ago, whatever, one and a week, one and a half weeks ago, went to see Bruce Springsteen. It was, first off, it was the longest concert that he's ever done in his career in the United States. It was stunning. It was amazing. Did I want to go? No, because I had the tickets and then it's three o'clock and I'm like, oh, but the tickets were too expensive to waste, which is the point. So I went and it was phenomenal and beautiful and wonderful. And I have never seen a human being so big or so alive in my whole life. So concerts are life-giving. They refill the well. They're really good. Which concerts? That's up to you. I don't know. In general, live music is going to fill the well, and that's what we're doing. There's also in the fall way more festivals. So the Harry Potter Festival is coming to Chestnut Hill. I will be there. The Renaissance Fair is coming. I will be there. There's the Fringe Festival is coming to Philly. I have tickets to see a tuba cover band. I will be there. There are poetry festivals coming. I will be there. And I purchased these tickets in advance because I am too stubborn to waste the money on them. So if I waited until the day of, I might decide, ah, I'm not going to go, but I've already paid for them. Like the tuba cover band, if I don't go, that money is just completely wasted. I might as well go, which is what I'm banking on. I'm banking on my brain being an asshole and being like, you're too tired. You don't want to go. Just stay here. Have some, have some sugar. It's okay. And I'm going to go. There are also games Baseball games, minor league games, skee-ball game. I don't care what kind of game, but you can buy tickets to a game. I was shocked at how much NFL tickets cost. I will not be going to a football game, but perhaps that is your cup of tea. Awesome. Go to a game. Buy the tickets in advance. You can also play what I call staycation roulette, which is you have a bunch of flexible dates from your calendar and you go on Priceline and you see what's available within, say, 90 minutes of your home. It's fantastic. So I can find the uh, very cheapest times to stay at the five-star hotels in Philly because it is typically um, when, like, Tuesday nights, 
And I can, I'm like, fine, we take off on Wednesday, it's fine. So play that game, and then you have something to look forward to that isn't a big deal that requires lots of preparation. It's actually a really small thing. You leave on 3 o'clock on Tuesday, you're back by noon on Wednesday, but you come back new and refreshed and different and with your well filled. And if you stay at one of the hotels with the big giant soaking tubs or a pool or a hot tub, it's so much fun and it's life-giving and it's a very small blip to look forward to, but it's a good blip and that's what we're making. There's also dinner and entertainment. So I bought tickets to Medieval Times. If you don't know what that is, it is live jousting. Like you're a king and queen and there's outfits and you eat turkey legs and you're screaming for your jousting team. And I invited my friends to come with me. So we all have tickets. Medieval Times. It's fantastic. There's also Mystery Theaters in Philly. Their live dates aren't aren't booked out as far. So I don't have those yet, but we'll be going to a Mystery Theater at some point. If you're like, yeah, 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 these are all very expensive options, Kristen. Here are simple options. Movie release dates. So instead of being like, oh, what are we going to go see? Make it a thing. Like, oh my God, we get to see Bridget Jones's baby on the first day that it's out. Fuck yeah, go do that. There's also in Philly and in most major cities, um, there's often showings of cult films like the Rocky Horror Picture Show where they have people all dressed up and it's live and they're singing and it's amazing and it doesn't cost more than a regular movie ticket. Go to that. Your local art house probably has vintage movie showings as well. Go to those. Buy tickets in advance and have it on the calendar. This is all about being able to look at your calendar and be like, looking forward to it, looking forward to it, looking forward to it, looking forward to it, looking forward to it. You are tricking your brain into sort of giving up on how it is outside in the weather, which is a horrible thing to focus on, and focusing instead on something else, which is, oh my God, that's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. For my fellow word nerds, I also have book release dates on my calendar. Currently in my Amazon queue, waiting for release, there's Mary Oliver's book of essays, Sharon Olds, who won the Pulitzer Prize at age 69, she's my favorite poet in all the world, has a book coming out this month, Billy Collins, the former poet laureate of the United States, has a book coming out this month. Bruce has Born to Run, his biography that he's taken seven years to write, is coming out this month. All those things are already bought in Amazon, and then they just show up on my doorstep, and it's magnificent and surprising every time. So yes, I do have book release dates and movie release dates in my calendar, as if they are big, giant events, because they're happening anyway. You might as well celebrate them. There's also live shit that scares you. So I have tickets for a poetry slam, and I'm not just going to attend the poetry slam. I'm going to slam at the poetry slam. Um, There are open mic nights. There are singer-songwriter features. Those things that scare you, it's great. Buy tickets. Go do them. It's not easy for me to be like, yes, I do have tickets to a poetry slam. I'm not looking forward to that, but I am, right? I haven't done a poetry slam since I was 20, And that's a long time ago, but I'm going to do it again just for fun. I don't care if I win. I don't, I'm not out to like make money by virtue of poetry slamming. I just want to experience getting on stage and doing it again because it's scary and thrilling and exciting and different. And again, something to look forward to. Finally, Cookie Monster does not want you to do this last thing at all. And I love Cookie Monster, but only in small doses. Not when Cookie Monster is dragging me just into bed to cry and eat and watch Masters of Sex, right? Prepay for the healthy things that you know Cookie Monster won't want to do later. Have I prepaid for a Bikram Yoga membership? Yes, I have. Have I prepaid for a massage membership? 
Yes, I have. Have I prepaid for a facials membership so I go and see my esthetician and then my face looks great and then I'm more willing to pay attention to my face and put makeup on? Yes, I have. The thing is that the money is already spent, so you might as well use it and then avoid being racked with guilt for quote-unquote wasting it in the months to come. When you do this, when you prepay for things and then you're just wasting money, you might as well not waste it. And when you don't waste it, you're going to feel better. If there's something like a food membership as well, like a Blue Apron or a service that brings foods to you, if you can sign up for a farm share of a CSA so that they're going to deliver fruits and vegetables to you, any of those things that you can prepay for, which often gets you a hefty discount, you're going to be defeating Cookie Monster. We are at mid-September, and I feel better than I've felt in a fucking decade in mid-September. Usually I'm just like, oh, and it goes downhill from here. It's working. If you need a list for the seasonal affective disorder, because I got fucking pumped and I talked really fast, hashtag sorry, not sorry, here's what I listed. A running book list of books that you want to read. You can order them in advance at your library. You can order them uh, on Amazon. You can have a list to go to the bookstore in advance. Whatever you want to do, fine. Running library list. Schedule full trips. One or two like weekend trips or full week trips or fucking three-week trips. I don't care. So that they are right in January or February, you have trips ready to go. Take a look at the concert calendar in your area. Pick one, two, three, four, whatever it is that are fantastic that you're looking forward to. And it's especially fun if you go with a really small venue and then a huge arena-like venue. Um, and you don't even have to know all the songs. I knew a total of three Bruce songs out of the 38 that he played. And it was still the best concert I've ever seen. So if you can go see Bruce Springsteen, go do that shit. You will not regret it. Festivals. Take a look at all the festivals that are coming to your area. They can be food-based, like peach festivals and apple cider festivals, pumpkin festivals, art festivals, renaissance festivals, Harry Potter festivals, fringe festivals, dance festivals, poetry festivals. It is festival season. Take a look at that schedule in advance and buy tickets now so that you're ready to go when the time comes. It's also good to have indoor festivals and outdoor festivals on your calendar because otherwise you're like, oh, the weather sucks, can't go. No, dude. Indoor festivals. Games of all kinds. Sports games, baseball, minor league, major league, arcade. I don't care what kind of games. Buy the tickets. Hotel stays, playing staycation roulette. You can use Priceline or Kayak or whatever website you would like to go for the cheapest possible date at the best possible hotel and then go and treat yourself. Dinner and entertainment types of situations like medieval times or mystery theater, buy your tickets. Put movie release dates on your calendar as if it's a really fucking big deal, okay? Bridget Jones's Baby on the fucking calendar, happening because, well, it already came out and I missed it, but that's okay because nobody would go with me. But, you know, <laughs> it happens. Just put them on there like it's a big deal. Book release dates, your favorite authors, your not-so-favorite authors, pretend that it's a big deal. Book releases. Also, if you haven't yet read Love Warrior, go buy it now. Read it. It's amazing. Live shit that scares you. Poetry slams, open mics, singer-songwriter nights, anything like that. Competitions of any kind. Sign up for them. Buy the tickets. And then healthy things. Food subscriptions, yoga subscriptions, massage subscriptions, face subscriptions, whatever it is that keeps you healthy and feeling really good in your body that you tend to give up on because of Cookie Monster – Buy that shit. You are not going to want to go to these things when the time comes. However, you're going to go anyway. 
those concert tickets for Bruce, I made sure that I bought the expensive ones. They were $150 each, which it pains me to say. And then I went and it was life-giving and revitalizing and beautiful and wonderful. And I cried at the marvel of it. And I would pay fucking $500 a ticket to see that again. So trust that whatever it is that's sparkly or shiny, whatever it is that you're going to see or participate in, trust that you picked it for a reason. I looked at a lot of things. This was a full day of my life. I considered seeing the orchestra playing along with the Home Alone near Christmas time. I considered going to see Morrissey and Adele and there were lots of things and I was like, oh, this doesn't feel right. Oh, these tickets are sold out. And oh, these, like, I don't want to buy a whole subscription to Broadway shows to be able to see this one show. And this is what I came down with. I'm telling you these things in advance. Is it cheap? No. Could you make it cheap? Absolutely. How much does it cost to have a book release date on your calendar and have that at the library waiting for you? It costs nothing. How much does it cost to see a movie? Very little. You can also put Netflix release dates if you're like, I already have that subscription anyway. It's all about just beating your cookie monster, your seasonal affective disorder, your anxiety, your depression, whatever it is, beating it to the punch and beating it in a way that is joyful and alive. That's like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do this shit. Also, pro tip, Bruce is touring the country with Born to Run with his new book, and so you can meet him in advance at signings across the United States. So if you want to do that, you get to fucking meet Bruce. Tickets sold out in Philly. I didn't get them. But you should try in your state. So guys, here's my wish for you as you continue while I'm on sabbatical. And I'll be here next week anyway, but I'm on sabbatical, you know. I hope that you tell me all about these things, these ways that you are strategically going about defeating what you know is coming. You're looking down the scope of November and December and January and February. And instead of looking at it with sheer dread, the days are getting shorter, the nights are getting colder, the snow is coming, it's going to be dark at 4 p.m. Instead of looking at it like that, you're looking to it with joy and delight and you've set yourself up for win after win after win after win after win with these things to look forward to. That's what I hope for you. I haven't changed my email address yet, so you can tell me all about it, brandcamponline at gmail.com. Or you can tag me, kelp on the Instagrams. You can play with me. You can talk to me. I'm still here. I'm just sort of broken up with the internet for a couple more weeks. So until then, I can't wait for you to defeat your own cookie monster. I can't wait for you to do these things. This is fucking hashtag game changer. I don't say that shit for me. May you be as full of life as ever come next spring. May you set yourself up for delight and wonder and joy and spectacular enjoyment of life in the coming months. And may you know what it is to set yourself up for light and for play and for all these beautiful things the world has to offer. And may you defeat your cookie monster once and for all this coming season. Thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The Antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while 
quietly or not so quietly, scream sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Enjoy.